This is a podcast about our lived experience, which unfortunately includes infant death and subsequent mental health struggles. Please take good care of yourself and only listen if this content feels safe for you right now. We'll still be here when you're ready. Hi, I'm Judith. And I'm Alina. We both lost babies to SIDS in winter 2021. In the throes of grief, I reached out to a stranger on the internet and our friendship was born. In the years since, we've been working hard to survive, rebuild, and navigate the continual challenges that have come our way, including divorce, job loss, dating while bereaved, moving multiple times, health scares, pregnancy and parenting a living child, starting new jobs, and so much more. We are tired. Happily Ever After is out of the question for us, but this podcast documents our journeys to happier ever after because we believe life after loss is worth living. So join us as we laugh, cry, cry until we laugh. (laughs) Welcome to As Long As I'm Living podcast. We're so glad you're here. Okay. Hi, everybody. I am logging off of work on Wednesday, September 20th, two days before Quinn's third birthday, which should have been his third birthday. And like I said, I'm logging off of work. And I am heading into the void. (laughs) I thought it might be fun. Fun is probably the wrong word. Thought it might be interesting, worth documenting, to do kind of a day in the life of a dead baby birthday. Um, So that's what I'm going to do for the next couple of days. His birthday, like I said, is two days from now, but I already am definitely feeling it. I went to... CBS today to pick out a birthday card for him. It was brutal. Um, all the little kid cards that are more appropriate for three-year-olds are talking about learning new skills and hugging and all this shit that he doesn't do. And so those don't work. And then, you know, you go to the cards for adults and they're so boring and blah. Um, I settled on one that I don't hate. Um, I'm probably going to post about it on Instagram. So if I do that, I will make sure to link that post in the description of this episode. Um, But I actually got it in the sympathy area, (laughs) which (laughs) uh, really says something about my life, that I have to buy my son's birthday card in the sympathy section. Oh, boy. Um, Yeah, this, this fucking sucks. This fucking sucks. She, he should be having a birthday party. I was thinking in the card aisle, like this is an age where he would have such strong preferences. Like, would he have been the Mickey Mouse kid? Would he have been like a zoo animal kid? Would he have been super into Paw Patrol or dinosaurs? Or I don't, I don't fucking know. I, I have no idea what he would have liked. And I think this is the first year that that's like so acutely obvious. You know, when I look at the cards, I'm like, shit, should I buy him a Paw Patrol card or a Barney card? Like, I don't know. Um, There's so much that I should have gotten to know about him that I am never going to get to know. Judith's calling me, so I'm going to stop here for now, but more soon. Okay, it is um, the morning before Quinn's birthday, and I'm having my first cry. I usually find that the lead up to the birthday, or the death anniversary, or Mother's Day, or whatever hard day is worse than the day itself. Um, So I'm not surprised that I already feel really sad. 
think one of the really tough things about the birthday specifically is your kid's birthday is always supposed to be about, you know, a big day about them and it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a big happy day about them. And it's just so fucking fucked up that it has to be a big sad day about him instead of a big happy day. I was so happy he was born. I'm still happy he was born. <sighs> but he was born and then he died. I just bought Quinn some cupcakes. And I'm sitting in the car. And I'm crying about it. I don't even know what flavor he would like. I don't know anything about him. It's so fucked up. parked next to a bunch of minivans with car seats. I thought I had something to say, but I don't know anything to say. This is so fucked up. These are the kind of days where I sit here and I don't know. I don't know that I can do it. And for the rest of my life, I don't know how I can do this. I... I don't know if I can do it. I'm sitting here the week of his third birthday and I feel like his absence is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. All the possibilities of what he could be like and what he would be doing. It's a growing list. You know, when he was three months and 27 days old, he died. But when he would have been three months and 28 days, I knew exactly what he would have been doing and what he would have been like. And then at his four-month birthday, you know, I wasn't, wasn't quite sure exactly what he would be like. Because they grow really fast, but I had a sense of it. And on six months, I knew I'd be feeding him an avocado. And that one year, he'd be walking. And at three, I just don't fucking know. All right, it's Quinn's birthday. He's three. Well, he would be three. It is 11.30. I slept until 10.30 this morning thinking that the longer I sleep, the less of the day I have to get through. After the cupcake debacle last night, the cupcake crying, I turned to my husband and I said, I need a margarita. <laughs> so we went out last night and I got a margarita and I also got a pumpkin beer, which was delicious. And then I slept in this morning. I basically forced myself to sleep in. Um, I kept waking up and then like rolling over and <laughs> being like, please, please fall back asleep. I'm wearing, um, my Quinn's birthday t-shirt that Judith got for me before his first birthday it says I can't keep calm it's my son's birthday <laughs> and I love it because it's so true but not in the way that the people who made the t-shirt <laughs> intended I'm sure I'm in pretty good spirits right now 
um, had a cupcake for breakfast, a pumpkin cupcake, and sat outside in the yard, watched chipmunks, and um, the the new house we moved into is about 10 minutes from the beach, so um, I asked my husband if he would drive me to the beach today. Not that I can't drive, but it just feels nice to not have to think about parking. So I'm going to go sit on the beach for a little bit later today and breathe and grieve. It really makes me sad how sad this day is when it should be a happy day. I think I've already said that in these recordings, but that's really the thing I'm feeling the most today. It's just grief that a day that should be really happy feels really sad. beach. Good birthday, boy. Just got back from the beach, which was really nice. This time of year in the off-season, there's like not that many people there, and there were no kids, which was perfect. And I'm in my backyard now with Quinn's urn. Just spending my son's birthday with him in the backyard, me and his urn. I'm so glad he was born. I just had another good cry. Um, Every year I write him a birthday card and I just wrote out his birthday card for this year. I seal them up and I I don't look at them again. but I keep them. I don't know if one year, maybe I'll read them, but so far I haven't yet. I just wrote his birthday card and I opened the couple of cards that people sent for him this year. The number of cards has decreased with each passing year, which makes sense, but it makes me sad too. Um, It makes me sad. Alright guys, I am about to describe to you what I'm doing right now. It is, this is the most bereaved thing I've I've ever done. And, and I'm really bereaved, you guys, so this is saying something. Um, I am lying here. It is, it's my dead son's birthday. Quinn's third birthday. And I am lying on... <laughs> the grave site of someone else's grave that has the word quill on it so some guy named quill died in the 1700s and that's what we used to call quinn when i was pregnant with him we'd call him quill and i walked out of my house and walked down to the cemetery to lie on the gravestone of this man from hundreds of years ago because his name is similar to my dead son's name and now I'm crying and lying here on on the gravesite like a motherfucking lunatic you guys a motherfucking lunatic <laughs> it's 6 51 and I've made it through most of the day <sighs> I'm gonna stay awake until his birth minute and then I'm gonna let myself go to sleep
It's nice here on Quill's grave. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's some lunatic bereaved mother from the year 2023. It's going to take over your gravesite. <laughs> oh my god, I'm insane. Okay, <clears throat> I just made it through the birth minute. 7.31 p.m. And now that that's done, I'm going to bed. I'm ready for today to be over. Um, it wasn't so bad. I feel like the lead up was worse. Um, worse than the actual day. I'm also glad it's over. Which makes me sad. It is the morning after Quinn's birthday, and I am so tired. I'm so tired. This always happens. The big days, big feelings are really exhausting. So I am lying in bed, recovering. I think one of the things that was nice about this birthday compared to last birthday is... I feel like I was less afraid of what I was going to feel. I feel like I'm starting to get, you know, this is my third one. I feel like I'm starting to get a handle on, on what that day feels like, what the lead up feels like, what the aftermath feels like. And, you know, none of it scares me anymore. It all feels pretty familiar. I do wish it were different, though. Anyway, I'm going to rest today, try to answer all the lovely texts and messages that I got from people wishing Quinn a happy birthday and thinking of me and just take it easy. Thanks for sharing Quinn's birthday with me. I wish you were here. To all of our wonderful new friends, we want to hear from you. Email us at as long as I'm living podcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at as long as I'm living podcast. We'll get back to you as soon as our grieving brains allow. Yay.